you know, we have countries like Switzerland and China all testing out the digital currencies. How are you gearing up for the disruption of money with central bank digital currencies? How will it change the way you and other banks operate in future? Uh, probably fundamentally, uh, while we're not formally involved, uh, no foreign banks are involved in the, in the Chinese uh, ECNY, uh, we, I think we're as close to that as we can be uh, to understand how that digital currency can be used for cross-border trade. Uh, you know, going back five years, we had digital currency underpinned uh, trade finance and money settlement systems. And you know, using, as a medium of exchange, using things like you know, Ripple's XRP, for example, as a, uh, as, as a medium to affect real-time cross-border payments. And we learn through each one of these pilots, and we, we realize that uh, these things can be cheaper and faster with lower settlement risk, which is a good thing for the system. If the underlying currency that you're using as a medium of exchange is unstable, mm. Bitcoin, for example, very, I mean, very volatile, as we know, uh, although it's also big and liquid, finding the trade-offs so that the system can actually be safer and cheaper and more effective, and at the same time, suitable for, for the user who doesn't want to take any market risk or, or operational risk along the way. I think we're still figuring that out. And I think that's the big but use But is case. it only a matter of time before you get into Bitcoin trading for your clients? It is only a matter of time and regulatory forbearance. Because right now, it's almost impossible uh, for a bank to be a market maker in cryptocurrencies. Mm -hmm. The capital requirements, and let's just leave it at the capital requirements, are severe. So as a practical matter, you could play around a little bit, but you, we couldn't service our clients. Uh, the Bitcoin market is also largely a retail market. And there are real, both know your customer considerations, but also customer risk considerations. So I think we're away, away from that. Much more interesting is playing in the underlying, the metaverse underlying ecosystem, which is more likely to be based on Ether or the Ethereum because that, you know, that market is, is, is more supervised and uh, a little bit more relevant in terms of uh, being used as a medium of exchange or, or as a reference point. So I imagine some would think that the metaverse is a fad uh, or that the virtual world is a fad or the digital assets are a fad. I don't think so. I think they're here to stay because they, they provide an underlying service to the digital economy that is different than what a fiat currency can provide. Customers want to use these instruments. We're just beginning to understand how they can be used. Well, isn't that interesting? Can't let the cat out of the bag there a little bit, no? <laughs> that is Bill Winters, who is the CEO of Standard Bank, and he is over here on CNBC International speaking uh, what, last week, a week and a half ago. Uh, I think March 28th, March 20th, something like that. And he is the guy in the know-how. He knows. And what did he just do there? He just dropped one crypto asset out of all. Out of all. And he said, like, Ripple's XRP to move the money. Now you're like, nah, nah. Well, let me show you. Because people really don't understand and get where the banks are. I, called, I told you, when I invested in XRP, when I bought XRP, the first thing I heard it was called was a banker's coin. Okay, and here is their standard charter right here saying that they announced a strategic investment in Ripple. Like the banks are invested in Ripple, period. Point blank, period. And you see it right here. Here's a, uh, a press release from Standard Charter back in 2016, letting them know that they have invested in Ripple. And with the lawsuit happening right now, he is speaking 
that they are still moving forward. They let the cat out the bag, guys. What are you doing? What are, what like what, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Because here's what Standard Charter is doing. They are building a digital asset broker exchange, and this was announced a year ago. The banks are making moves. They're not selling their XRP at a dollar. Why? When it's staring people right in the face, do they still criticize? I don't understand. Apparently, if Bitcoin uses the Lightning Network and uses the banks, it's great and awesome. When Ripple does it, it's a scam coin. I tell you this, guys, do your own research. Anybody who listens to this channel, I don't even know why. I, me talking to you right now as, I, as you hear my voice or you watch this on YouTube, you know that Ripple Labs and the XRP Ledger and Distributed Ledger Technology, those are the one. If there is a one, it's XRP, XLMXTC, Quant, right? For real. Like if there is a one, it's that world right there. And the more that I look and who the money is invested in. They're all invested in Ripple Labs, all the big players, all of the big players. I don't even know which one this is, yeah, okay. All of the big players. And I just wanted to point that interview out to you. And just as a reminder, Huddle Strong, that's the CEO right now talking about there. So you hear a lawsuit like, I don't know, there's a lawsuit. I don't want to wait. The SEC is so big and scary. Well, let me tell you this. The SEC is not even a government entity. Let's start there. That's a private entity. Okay. So pause. So they're being sued, but there's no criminal transit. In fact, they never said they did anything criminal. All they did was say they sold some XRP to pay for the building of their company, which they didn't create. OpenCoin. And then let's not get into it. Anyway, Standard Charter is one of the biggest banks. And they're making things happen. And they're telling you about it. So just hodl. That's just your daily reminder to hodl. Speaking of investments, man, this dude, Elon Musk. This dude, Elon Musk, is a stud investor. And here's why. I saw this go out yesterday. He did something called The Boring Company. You guys ever heard of The Boring Company? And he says, our goal here is to solve traffic, which plagues every major city on Earth. Oh, boy. I feel some type of way about this. I feel some type of way about this because Dallas, I drive in Dallas. <clears throat> Do we have any listeners here that are from Dallas? If you are from Dallas, oh, tell me you feel my pain with these drivers. Please tell me you feel my pain with you. I've driven in LA. I have driven, I've been in the Philippines in a car. And I've been the same in Tokyo um, and, and parts of Russia and what? Baku, Azerbaijan. Shout out to my people in Baku. I've been in Istanbul, uh, which is Turkey. I've been in Florida, right? The largest cities in uh, in America, Chicago, New York, LA. And the worst drivers are in Dallas, Texas. The worst drivers in the world, I am convinced, live here in Dallas, Texas. So much that me and my wife don't even want to leave the house <laughs> to deal with the drivers. And so when Elon says this, 
the goals of trek i know people in la feel the same i'm sure chicago people feel the same i don't th- i don't think anyone actually drives in new york <laughs> people walk and take the, the subway in new york in la you can use the word walk in los angeles if you walk in la like it's a whole nother thing so here though people rather wait five hours in traffic in la than take public transportation and he's saying i have i have a fix for that and it says here that the Boeing company just raised $675 million and is at a $5.675 billion revaluation from its A-list investors. They're trying to recruit people to get this going. So we got into the Boeing company and it says they're trying to dig tunnels. Now, if you guys know this, I've been hearing about tunnel digging since 2015, about a tunnel directly from Los Angeles to either San Francisco or Las Vegas, right? So when I was in LA, I was hearing that all the time, where tunnels are a place that people can just drive. Now, here's the thing about the tunnels. You can't have gas in those tunnels. All that, in my my imagination, is all those fumes being inside that tunnel could be an issue. So I assume just... You know, you know what assuming does makes a blank out of you and me. I assume that this is going to be for electric cars. I mean, Elon is in the front of it. Why would it not be for electric cars? It sounds like you'd be able to pull right in this piece. The car will just take right on over. And it says here, solve traffic. To solve the problem of soul destroying traffic, the roads must go 3D. Surface roads today incorporate 3D models like elevated highways, cloverleaf exchanges that ex- that are expensive and disruptive. So in Dallas, for instance, we've got three levels. We got an underground, we got the flat, and then we got stacked highways. I mean, someone call- told me that this was called the Concrete City. I get it now. This is definitely called the Concrete City. I I understand because the way everything is built here. But what they're trying to do here with Boring Company is get rid of all that extra construction and just go below. Now we know what runs below cities, sewage, uh, internet cables, uh, electricity, right? That's most things that are running through or under the cities. And he's, you know, why not just build tunnels is what he is saying here. It says Hyperloop networks unlock high-speed regional transportation, surpassing other alternatives. Hyperloop enables access to individual, individualized point-to-point high-speed transportation. In other words, you're able to go fast. And they've been under construction. They really want to move this thing fast. And I just want to show this to you because I'm just curious what you guys think. I'm just curious what you guys think. Because right now we've got Las Vegas loop they're working on, which I told you guys about. See, the Las Vegas strip connects into the convention center. Uh, see, there's Las Vegas again, the loop. Oh, look, there's California, which I was just discussing with you as well. Another California. So again, California to Las Vegas is what they're looking for. And I'm just curious, do you think this will work in all cities? Or do you think this will just be for the elite? Right? You pay a fee, you get on the tunnel and you go. Sounds like a tollway, right? The tolls here are like a dollar fifty cents a mile or something like that are the tolls here. If you're on the actual highway and you're on the tolls, every mile is like fifty cents in Dallas. Or you can take the regular streets and not have to pay anything. I have a feeling it's gonna be like that here. You need to have an electric car and then it's $50 a trip every time you go. Something like that. So is this another way to separate the elite from the lower class? Or is this a way to push us forward? Let me know. 
let me know. Speaking of pushing forward, and we're going to discuss this. Um, nope, let me do this first. Speaking of pushing forward, this is kind of a news cycle kind of day. Something caught my attention this morning. I was not going to speak on this whatsoever. Uh, but I need to show, I need to let you know, because we talk about inflation on this show. We talk about what the, where the government is going, what they're trying to do, what I believe they're trying to do, uh, what I not, what I believe, what they're saying they're trying to do. If you go and you look at new world order stuff, or do you go and you look at, uh, what United Nations, World Economic Forum, stuff like that. They make a lot of statements. And my show on YouTube already gets shadow banned, so I better be careful. But here's one by Dr. Benjamin Braddock, which is, why does that name sound familiar? Benjamin Braddock. I don't know why. Someone let me know if that's a movie name or something. Anyway. They, he, this person has discovered that several very large food processing plants in the U.S. have blown up or burned down in the last few days. So here's one from the Newsweek, and we're going to go down this. Here in Oregon, yesterday, a factory burnt down. Seven injured in an explosion at a food plant. Okay? That's one. And then, a plane crashes into an Idaho potato and food processing plant. And then, a fire destroys Azir Standard Headquarter Facility in Oregon on April 19th. What is Azir? Standard is independent, family-owned, managed farm-based food out of Oregon. They're also the largest independent distributors of natural, organic, and non-GMO foods. Last month, the Walmart Distribution Center. Before that, the Maricopa County, I think Maricopa County is in Georgia, Mountain View Food-Based Church. That's the warehouse that housed food. San Juan, Texas, on March 31st, 2022, an onion packing facility in South Texas. Also, another farm in Salina, California. Salinas, California, Taylor Farms, on April 14th. Now, also, not just in America, but in Taiwan, a, logistic, a logistics building that deals with food supply burned down. Also, 27 million chickens and turkeys are being recalled because of bird flu. So now chickens are dying, birds are dying. Our food supply is automatically dying. And there's more. So what is the point of me telling you this? You need to pay attention. Need to watch what's coming. Prepare. Because no matter what you do, you got other powers around you. The World Economic Forum, United Nations, our current government structure, pushing us towards a one world order where we all rely on each other. We all eat what they want us to eat. We all buy what they want us to buy. We all wear what they want us to wear. You will own nothing and be happy. You will own nothing nothing, and be happy. I know I showed you this before. You will own nothing and be happy. I bet you they got rid of that Forbes article. Let me see. Here it is. They did. They couldn't. 
This is what they want. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has been better. I own nothing, have no privacy, and life has never been better. That's where they're going. That's one of those things. That's what I wanted to talk about today with you. Starting next week, though, we're going to dive into what are play-to-earn games. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll tease this tomorrow, Friday, and we'll kick it off Friday. Well, well, you know what? We will. We will start this tomorrow. What are play-to-earn games? And we're going to talk about this to get best crypto NFT games. That will be tomorrow's topic. We're going to do nine and maybe a ten, but we're going to do two to three a day. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of next week. Finish that up and dive into some of these so you guys get a good idea. I give you some hint with Axie and Sandbox today in the uh, long sum, short sum section. But today, I just wanted to, I wasn't even going to touch on this. This was not the idea concept for the show. But when I started looking to see all of our food places are being burnt down this year. This year, look at those dates. April. Well, end of December, beginning of January. February. Why are all the food plants burning down? Why are all the ships locked on seas on the East Coast and the West Coast? They can't port. What's up? Why is there a food supply shortage here? Like we're in war in America. And if, if the citizens are at war in America, based on food supply, gas shortages, inflation, who are we at war with? Who are we at war with? Guys, that's the end of the daily topics. Comment below. Let me know. This was a little deep today. I know. Normally we talk about crypto right now. We did a little bit, but today there was just some, some things that I just wanted to, to talk about. And this is something you've got to pay attention to because this is a Bible-based show, Christian-based show, Christ at the center, and everything points to what we've been told. Inflation. Now, how do we get to inflation and famine? Forced. Forced inflation and famine. Let me guys know what your thoughts are below. This is your boy Christian Israel, and you are tuned in. Comment, like, subscribe. Should we say that's the end of the daily topic? Let's go.